Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The Chicago Bears are now sitting at 3-2 and two after a big win from the Las Vegas Raiders and caused John Gruden's emails to come out and force him to no longer be the head coach. The Bears are now sticking with Justin Fields as their starting quarterback until further notice. They will now face the reigning MVP of the NFL and Aaron Rodgers, who's had the Bears numbers for many, many years. We, the Bears just can't do anything against him. So how are the Bears going to compete in this game versus the Packers? Is Justin Fields' uh, new knee injury that happened in the game going to hold up? If this game gets out of hand or gets close, is Matt Nagy going to stick his nose back into the offense where it does not belong? We're going to discuss all of that and give a recap of NFL Week 5 picks, and we're going to move on to NFL Week 7 picks, and we're going to discuss all of that right here on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where today we're going to do our Chicago Bears versus Packers preview and our NFL Week 6 preview picks and bets and go over a recap of NFL Week 5 picks and hopefully you made some money. Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share it out. Comment down below to be a part of conversation and your thoughts on this topic and what further topics you want to see and how to get better at this YouTube thing. Go follow the podcast on the audio version on Apple and Spotify. You follow them, you're going to get a notification about when a new episode drops. Also go check bellyupsports.com, which is where you can find the Coach Steve show as well. They, as well as me, working with them, are working with BetUS to make your bets. So right now, if you want free money, go to betus-bellyupsports. The link's in the description below. 
You got to make a minimum deposit of $100. If you do that and use the code JOIN125, you're going to get 125% signing bonus. I know, it is crazy to get free money. 100% of that sign-up bonus is going to go towards sports betting. On BetUS, there's a whole casino site, so 100% of the sign-up bonus will allow you to go bet on sports betting, games, parlays, all that stuff. 25% is going to go to the casino site. Go play blackjack, poker, all that stuff. So right now, you use the code in the description, the BetUS dash belly up sports, and use join 125, 125% sign up bonus with a minimum deposit of $100, 100% towards the sports betting site, 25% goes to the casino betting site. Go make your money so you can retire before the age of 32, relax, watch sports, make money betting, listen to the picks and bets I'm going to give you so you can make money. Everybody loves money. So moving on to our Chicago Bears versus the Packers preview. The Bears come off a win versus the Raiders. Coming out of that game, we had a couple injuries. Going this week, we still have a couple injuries. Justin Fields' knee kind of locked up, and it's sort of similar to what happened to Andy Dalton, but I think Justin Fields is young enough that it's not going to bother him, but that bothered him. He played on the game. Throughout, Justin Fields has his very first Touchdown pass in that game as well. So the Bears are sitting at three and two. Uh, defense is playing better. They're giving up yards, but they're okay giving up yards or they're not going to give up the points. The latest injury report as I record this on October on October 14th. Uh, Jimmy Graham is a non-injury resting. Um, he did not practice. Defense tackle Keem Hicks has a groin problem. He didn't practice. J.B. Holtz is a tight end. His quad, he did not practice. Um... Caleb Johnson's a linebacker. His knee, he did not practice. Cleo Mack's foot is bothering him. He did not practice. Allen Robinson's ankle is bothering him. He did not practice. Linebacker Christian Jones is back. He is limited in practice. Daryl Mooney is growing. He's limited in practice. Damian Williams' foot and knee, he is limited in practice. But Xavier Crawford, Duke Shelley, Justin Fields, um, they had full practice. Uh... David Trevatham's knee, he had full practice. Now, David Montgomery is still out with that knee injury. Um, we had an offensive line issue. Uh, Jermaine uh, Fetty, he was placed on injured reserve Wednesday. Um, he suffered a knee injury in the second quarter. It's not season injury. He's been put in on IR. He's going to sit out probably around three games. Um, Wilkinson played pretty well for them when he came in. Um, but we did lose um, Atashu, I believe I said his name, Jeremiah. He's a linebacker. We had a season and um, required surgery at the end of the season with his pectoral. Um, Caleb Johnson's week-to-week with his knee injury. It came out of the Raiders game. Um, Alan Robertson and all of them, like I've said, they were just very limited in practice. So we're a little banged up. Just curious to see how that's going to go. But, um, you know, they're going to have to step up and play. When you look at the Green Bay Packers on Wednesday, they reported that Devontae Adams is not injury-related, um, who did not practice. Randall Cobb, not injury-related. Their guard, Ellington Jenkins' ankle um, was limited. Running back Aaron Jones, his ankle was limited. Safety Vernon Scott's knee was in, um, very limited with his knee. Robert um, Toyan, his knee, who did not participate was their tackle. Uh, Dennis Kelly, his back, and cornerback Kevin King's shoulder. Um, the Packers' offense does come in. They are ranked 13th in points and 22nd in yards. Their passing offense is 16th, and their rushing attack is 22nd. Um, they do have four straight wins. 
but they're scoring fewer points as this goes along. 35, 30, 27, 25 in this win streak. Aaron Rodgers is a 65 points X pass completion with 1,241 yards, 10 touchdowns and three interceptions. Um, Devontae Adams is playing very well. He has 42 receptions, 579 yards and two touchdowns. Um, 25 more receptions than the closest receiver. Aaron Jones, a running back, um, has playing pretty well. Um, they need, let's just say the Packers are playing pretty well, regardless of everything else. Um, so when you're coming in right now, the Packers are 59% uh, favorites in this game compared to the Bears 40, whatever. But as the right, um, Green Bay Packers have have had the Bears number for many years. Aaron Rodgers does not lose to Green Bay. Probably the last time they lost was when Jay Keller was a quarterback. Bears, they're sharing to try to share first place with the Packers who come in first place. Um, their last meeting, the Packers beat the Bears 35-60 to on January 3rd. Um, overall, like I said, the Packers' offense is 22nd. Um, their rush offense is 21st. They're passing a 16th. Their scoring is 13. Their defense overall, they're 6th overall. Their rush defense is 11. Their pass is 10. They're scoring. They're allowing their 19th. Bears' offense overall, 32. Their rush offense is 9th. Their passing offense is 32. Scoring is 30th. Their defense is 8. Their rush is 12. Their pass is 12. Their scoring is 7. Players to watch for the Packers. We got to watch out for Devontae Adams. So the key for the Bears is they got to try to slow down Aaron Rodgers. Now, the thing is, you try to slow him down by getting them outside the pocket. Aaron Rodgers, when he gets outside the pocket, he can throw and he can still run. But you got to watch out for him and Devontae Adams. I mean, he had 11 catches for a career at 206 yards and that overtime victory, Packers 25 to 22 win over Cincinnati. I mean, right now that's the that's the highest single game like yards and receiving total by Packers since Jordy Nelson at 209 yards receiving against the New York Jets in 2014. So Devontae Adams is playing pretty well. Um, a key matchup or players to watch for us is, is Cleo Mack. Can Cleo Mack get pressure like he did against Derek Carr and, and the Raiders? He is banged up, though. I know one game it was his leg. Now it's his foot. Um, he's two sacks away um, of the league league with five, and so now he's going to be banged up. He's going to go up against a banged-up offensive line, though. So it might be even out the playing field um, if – Jalen Johnson of the Bears corner can be healthy. It's going to probably be Devontae Adams versus him. Um, you know, coming off a good rookie year, he's tied for fourth NFL with six passes defense. Um, he's going to have a big challenge against Devontae Adams. Um, we, we talked about a whole key injury, but we're going to look at key injuries. Packers um, offensive tackle David uh, Bakari. He hasn't played yet this season. He's going to be sidelined again Sunday after tearing his interior cruciate ligament. Um so they, that's a big uh, injury for them. So, I mean, everybody's a little banged up right now for the Packers and the Bears. Um, the Packers have won 19 of the last 22 meetings with the Chicago Bears, um, including the playoffs. The Packers are 21-5 and five against the Bears. When Aaron Rodgers has started one of the lost, he left with an injury, and I believe that was with um, Jay Cutler. Um, Green Bay has won four straight since losing 38-3 to against the New Orleans Saints. 
Um, Devontae Adams has 67 receptions. Randall Cobb has 66 catches against the Bears. No other active player has as many career receptions against Chicago. So, I mean, this is just going to be a rough go for the Bears. You have a rookie quarterback. You don't have David Montgomery and everything else. Your defense is a little banged up. So keys to victory, I think, against for the Green Bay Pack or the Chicago Bears over the Green Bay Packers is how do you, you got to jam Devontae Adams off the line of scrimmage. You're gonna have to if you're gonna have to have a corner on him at all times to jam him off the line. You're gonna have to safety have a safety over to that side to really help to you know, and you might give up underneath throws. Um, but then if you do all that, then it's gonna open the Packers run game. So if Cleo Mack and Akeem Hicks, Akeem Hicks can stay healthy and control up on the line of scrimmage. You might be able to control the run game, jam Devontae Adams off. But Aaron Rodgers is pretty good at finding ways to get other guys involved. So the Chicago Bears defense, they're going to have to jam off the line, put another safety or linebacker more to that side. They're going to have to just allow short under throws and hope when they get to the red zone, when everything's a little more compacted and they continue that type of six, type of thing that they're doing, that Aaron Rodgers is going to miss a throw or you're going to hope that they're going to drop a ball. Maybe they decide to just continue trying to run the ball. And then on offense, you're going to have to make sure Matt Nagy does not put his nose where it doesn't belong. My fear is on the Chicago Bears offense if things are not going right, because so far things have gone kind of right. Um, These last two games when he's not calling plays. But the greatest fear, I think, for a head coach like that is if the offense isn't performing, they're not moving the ball, is he going to get on the headset and kind of tell Laser what to run? Is he going to take back over play calling, which I could see him doing because he's all, he's got to keep reminding us that the offense goes through him. He doesn't like publicly say, oh, the coaches did this or did that or the players did this all the time. So my fear is if things are not going right, is he going to step in and say, well, I'm going to take over. I'm going to uh, start calling plays again. And if that happens, we are screwed. But it's just going to um, – ramp up him getting out of Chicago quicker. So maybe part of us wants that to happen, but this is a huge rivalry game. So on offense, they're just going to have to continue to run the ball. One of the things that the Bears have ran, they, they've ran the ball, um, especially with Laser running the ball. The offensive line was moving people the last two weeks with the Lions and against the Raiders. The Packers defensive line is not the best either. So I think maybe if the offensive line can continue to push Jimmy Graham and Komet and all of them on as tight ends can continue to get that push against their defensive line. I think it's going to work pretty well. Herbert, the running back, was playing pretty well. So we got guys that we can get to run the ball outside of David Montgomery. We got to continue to out-formation them. I think unbalanced formations will work against the Green Bay Packers if they're struggling a little bit on their defensive line. But I think if we go on balance with more tight ends, maybe put another tackle and a tight end to one side, Really overflow them on one side to really get the run game going. Continue to do the wide outside the wide zone, excuse me, the wide zone and inside zone stuff with this offensive line. I think can work. Then with Justin Fields, if his knee's okay, are you going to run him a little bit? But if they can do that type of stuff, they can get Justin Fields to do play actions and do a little bit of a quick game. I think screen games can be set up because even though Justin Fields' his knees hurt, his knee is a little banged up. I still could see him taking off and running. So I think you could set up the screen game. I think that. You still do your jet sweeps, fake to the jet motion guy, because if they don't honor the jet motion guy, we could run outside. But if they don't roll the linebacker down or roll the safety down, continue to run the ball outside. Maybe you test Justin Fields' knee. You got Andy Dalton. I'm not saying you want him to get hurt, but maybe you test it. You have Andy Dalton behind you who can throw the ball. 
zone reads, power reads, keep them honest, get them sucked up. You know, I know I'm not the biggest Justin Fields fan, but he has proven that he's going to throw some darts. So you get that defense sucked up, he's going to be able to do that. We have to keep them unbalanced, not knowing who's going to run the ball, put both running backs in at one time, out formation them, get a trick play in or two against them. Offense, that's what's going to have to happen. Defense, we're going to have to jam Devontae Adams off the line, put another safety linebacker that way, and just hope your defensive line gets hands-on, gets ripped off, Cleo Mack and them show up. They clog up the middle so we can't run the ball. And you're just going to have to keep things in front. You're going to have to try to limit Aaron Rodgers to throwing two to four or five-yard completions and going to have to live with it, get to the red zone where everything's a little tighter, and hopefully they drop the ball. One of your guys makes a big play. And in order for that to happen, the box – has to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Now, he can throw outside the pocket, but you're going to have to live and die by that. You cannot give him four to six seconds to throw the ball. You've given him four, six, seven seconds to throw the ball. We are not going to be able to hold on to those receivers. Yeah, we're jamming um, Devontae Adams off the line. You're giving him that long, though. He's going to adjust his route to what we're doing just because he calls a post. Doesn't mean while they're running, he's going to adjust to something else. This is the NFL. They're going to adjust to, to, to the things that they want to do and to get them open. This is the NFL, not college or high school. So, I mean, we're going to have to do those things for success. I think big special teams plays. We're going to have to get a big punt return. We're going to have to block a punt or something. I think a big special teams is going to have to come into effect to try to break this record against the Green Bay Packers, which we have not done. We may not beat the Green Bay Packers, starting Rodgers, and them are gone, but we're just going to have to be creative on offense. The defense is going to have to keep things in front of them. we got to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. So, Cleo Mack, he's banged up. Akeem Hicks is banged up. But we're going to have to dial up things on defense. We were blitzing more than we did last year. I think we can try to get more pressure on him. we got to keep Devontae Adams jammed on the line and pressure him and beat him up a little bit. We're going to give up a big play or two. It's Aaron Rodgers and them. And we just got to not let him get six seconds in there. Um, we're going to have to continue to run the ball the way we're running the ball. And all that good stuff. You know, it's, it's pretty simple how to be – not simple to beat the Green Bay Packers, but we just got to do those type of things. It's going to be a dogfight. The Packers are first place for a reason. They make the playoffs all the time for a reason. You have the the, the reigning MVP in Aaron Rodgers who, say what you want, maybe the numbers aren't as great, but they're still playing well. They're finding a groove. So, And hopefully Matt Nagy keeps his nose out of this and does not call plays. So it's going to be – hopefully it will be a fun game. Um, looking over last week, my NFL Week 5 picks. Overall, I pick every single game last week um, – Went through every single game last week. I went 11-5, and five, which to me is not bad. Um, and then my picks that I gave, I took Tampa Bay minus 10, Green Bay plus 3, Browns um, and Chargers over 47. Um, I got those right, but then I took Tennessee versus Jacksonville under 48.5. Got wrong, so I went 3-1 on my picks. So hopefully you guys took those picks to make some money. If you guys listen to the college football side of this podcast, I'm just going to find games and pick them. I usually was just picking certain ones. I'm just going to pick ones I like. Are we going to take the over? Are we going to take plus the points? Are we just going to pick somebody straight up? Whatever I like. It's going to be two picks. It might be six picks. Don't know. But we're going to go through each game. going to pick one, and then I'm going to tell you who to probably bet on. The picks, you can bet on if you want. Um, but then I'm going to give you other bets. So we're going through NFL. Week six in the 2021 NFL season. Tampa Bay travels to the Philadelphia Hurts Eagles who are struggling right now. Tampa Bay is on a mission to get back to the Super Bowl. They play Thursday night as this recording and I will put this out on Twitter and social media. I am taking Tampa Bay over the Philadelphia Eagles. Something's not right. Philadelphia, they started off a little hot. It looked kind of fun and then now they just kind of went down. 
the toilet bowl of Miami Dolphins and Jacksonville. Miami is banged up. And Jacksonville Jaguars have a head coaching problem, a locker room problem, a finger problem with Urban Meyer. Because of all that, because of the turmoil that's happening in Jacksonville, who may be out of a head coach, a first-year head coach before we know it. I am taking the Miami Dolphins over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Green Bay travels to Soldier Field to play Chicago. We just talked about. Unfortunately, I just think Green Bay has too many things going on right now, too much set in stone, too much um, culture right now. Green Bay over Chicago. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals travel to MCDC to play the Detroit Lions, who are so close, so close to winning a game. Part of me in my heart wants to take Detroit over Cincinnati. And I am. I am taking Detroit to finally get a win over Joe Burrow and the so close to being really good Cincinnati Bengals. MCDC finally gets a win for Dan Campbell. Houston travels to Indianapolis. Indianapolis with only one fractured ankle this time. I think Indy finally gets pissed off enough, and Houston is not just who they were anymore. I think they travel to Indianapolis, and Indy finally gets a win over the Houston Texans. The Los Angeles Rams do travel to the New York Giants. Do, do we have to talk about the Rams are just too, too much firepower? They went over the New York Giants. Kansas City, who is struggling right now, they are not the same team we've ever seen travel to a sound defensive Washington football team. But I think this is the week that Kansas City finally gets the curly-haired quarterback, the billion-dollar quarterback, finally back on track, and the Kansas City Chiefs finally win. Minnesota travels to the Carolina Panthers, who still don't have their star running back in McCaffrey. But I think Carolina will beat Minnesota. How do you like that, Vikings? One of the biggest games of the week, the Los Angeles Chargers and their quarterback Herbert travel to Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who have won a lot of close games. But this is going to be a high-flying game. Who's going to come down to their offense to make the play? Herbert's just playing too much. He might be an NFL candidate in year two. I am taking the Chargers over the Baltimore Ravens. Arizona Air Raid Cardinals travel to woof, 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 Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are playing well. They are running the ball well. But Arizona's tough. They look like a Madden team. The air raid is finally working in the NFL, which it always has. I am taking the Arizona Cardinals over Cleveland Browns. The Las Vegas Raiders losing their head coach travel to Denver with all the turmoil going on with the emails. It was from Chucky. They're out of head coach. They're a little banged up. David Carr got a little banged up against Chicago with all that going on. And the way Denver's defense can play, I am taking the Denver Broncos over the Las Vegas Raiders. Who them? Who that? Who them boys travel to play Bill Belichick at New England? Dallas looks good. They look like a competent football team. Woof, woof, woof. I know. Dallas will beat New England, but this will be a close game more than people think. Seattle with a broken hand. Russell Wilson not there. Travel to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And without Russell Wilson, I think Pittsburgh is going to squeak away a very close win. So Pittsburgh will finally win. And then Ben Roethlisberger can go eat all the wings he wants and not take care of his body. Monday night matchup, the Buffalo Bills will travel to the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, they're really banged up. Buffalo, ever since losing in week one, has shown back up. I think you got to take Buffalo Bills over Tennessee. Go break a table for the Buffalo Bills. Now, my picks. 
We're going to go back to the Rams versus Giants. The Rams are minus nine and a half. I think that's a that's a pick you got to take. Rams minus nine and a half. Dallas versus the Patriots. Right now, Dallas is minus three and a half. I think you got to take Dallas minus three and a half. I see them winning by seven. Seven to ten points. Buffalo versus Tennessee. Buffalo is minus five and a half. I think you got to take that. Tennessee is not up to par of what they were, and Buffalo is on a mission. I am taking. I think you got to bet them. Without Russell Wilson, I think you got to bet Pittsburgh over Seattle. And Arizona and Cleveland, I think there's going to be a high-scoring game. You got to take the over. I think more than 49 and a half points are going to be scored this game. It's going to be a fun weekend in the NFL. Go use all that. Make the bets. Make some money. Let's make some money together. Make some money together. All right, guys, that is another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. We got through the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers preview. We went through all of the NFL. You could bet on any of those picks, and I told you the picks that I'm probably going to make this season or this week in NFL Week 6, which is crazy. We're already here. We're not quite halfway, but we're getting pretty close. Go check out all the affiliates in the description below. Like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow it wherever you listen to your podcast in the audio form. Go check out bellyupsports.com, all that stuff. Go check out these weekly episodes you're going to get. Thank you guys so much. We're going to see you guys next time. This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.